0: could probably be at this time on a Sunday morning, but you have decided to come today, so I thank you because that just shows how much you care, you know, about your relationship with God and how much you still want to grow. So I want to speak on the subject today about letting things go, kissing goodbye, kiss said goodbye and I want to read a scripture from the letter of Corinthians that says therefore if anyone is in Christ the new creation has come the old has gone the new is here I'll read it again therefore if anyone is in Christ the new creation has come the old has gone and the new is here let's pray Father God, we love you so much. Today, Lord God, it's a beautiful day, and it's a day, Lord God, where when we can start letting things go, Lord God, that get in our way, in our way to succeed and to have a better relationship with you. I pray, Lord God, that as we uh, talked about your scripture that anything in our hearts, our minds, or from our past, Lord God, that is in the way of us becoming more successful and grow more in you, that we will be able to let go. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So there's a story in the Bible that I really, really love about a a woman named Naomi. Naomi and her husband, they used to live in a city called Bethlehem. And because Bethlehem was not economically well at the time, they moved to a city named Moab that was a little far away from Bethlehem. So Naomi brought her husband and her two kids. They were already grown up, and as they started to live life in that city, uh, the two kids, you know, they got married. They had their wives. They started a new life, you know, together. And after 10 years of living in that city, Naomi's husband, unexpectedly, he passes away. He dies. He dies. Not only that, but a few months after that, Naomi's sons also died unexpectedly. Uh, the Bible doesn't say exactly what was the reason, but they just, you know, passed away. They died. So the moment came in which Naomi started to see that she needed to go back to Bethlehem because Bethlehem was prospering. There was more food. Uh, there was things, you know, that she can that she could do. She never planned in her life to be a widow. And she never planned in her life, you know, that she would lose, you know, her sons. But she had a loss in her life, so she decided to go back to Bethlehem. But before going back, she spoke to her daughters in law and she said to them, uh, Girls, uh, I don't have any sons anymore, so you can't get married. You are such widows, you know, just like I am. So I bless you. Please go back to your hometowns. Go back to your parents' homes and do a life again. Get a job. Uh, get married again and start all over again. And one of those uh, daughters-in-law, her name was Ruth, she said to Naomi, Naomi, even though if you want me to leave, I am not going to leave you. I want to stay with you because I want to go with you. I want to be loyal to our friendship. And then the other lady, her name was Orpha. Uh, She took the offer, she left, and it was a very painful, you know, gone away. Uh, But the Bible says that Naomi was able to kiss her goodbye and let her go. So Naomi and Ruth, you know, they went back to Bethlehem. So orphan represents in the Bible a breakup. It represents in the Bible things that we lose in life. It represents in the Bible things that we plan for our future, but somehow, in the way in our lives, there's tragedies. Sometimes there's betrayals. Sometimes there's emergencies that happen, and somehow the plans that we have for our lives they go the wrong way. They go the unexpected way, and we find ourselves being alone again in the same place where we had started ten years ago, fifteen or twenty years ago, or for. Represents going back to where we started before because I cannot continue in this process. I believe that many of us, you know, in our lives, we also go through what Naomi, Orpha, and Ruth went through. We have broken dreams. We have things that we had planned for our future, and we make mistakes on the way, or emergencies happen, or sometimes even our families, you know, the dynamics work different, and somehow, you know, there's. There's uh, split-ups, you know, people go different ways, and we lose family, we lose friends, we lose jobs. There's a lot of broken dreams in people in the church. There's a lot of people who have broken dreams in the community. There's a lot of people in your job who have broken dreams. All of us, you know, have experienced a loss. Not only that, but also Naomi, Orphan Ruth, they represent a future that was planned but never came to pass. A lot of us, you know, since we were kids, uh, we start planning, you know, the lives, you know, that we want to live. When I was 13 years old, um, I made a letter, you know, to myself on uh, December uh, 31st, and I still have that letter. Um, I have it, you know, in, in a little box that that I, that I carry everywhere, you know, with me. And I, when I read that letter, you know, every year, I open it, you know, during December Uh, And I was 13 years old, and and I said to myself in that letter, when I reach my 20s, uh, I want to already speak English, and then when I reach 23, I want to speak French, by 26, I want to speak German, and then I want to speak Hebrew, and then Greek, and I had all of these things, you know, that I had planned for my life. Uh, learning English was hard enough, so hard that, that now I'm like, okay, do I really want to go for another language because it's been very hard. Not only that, but in my way to learning a different language, when I was 17, I didn't speak any English at all. I only spoke Spanish. So I went to school for two years and I did my best. I used to learn 16 words every single day. 16 during a whole year so that I could be able you know, to speak it. Not only that, I was disappointed a lot of times in the way when I was learning the language because many times I said a lot of bad words that I didn't intend to say. I couldn't pronounce the word beach. You know, I used to say, let's go to the ocean. Uh, and, and, and people use, you know, a different, a different word. And because every time I try to pronounce that word, I will pronounce something different so people will make fun of me. And uh, I said so many bad words, you know, I, I cannot even tell you the words I have said. Uh, not intentionally, of course, but because I mispronounce. Uh, and uh, last time I made such a mistake, you know, when I was in college, that I was so so embarrassed. If you want to hear the story, I can tell you, I can tell it to you personally. But I was so humiliated, you know, by what I said. That and, and people thought that you know I was being, yeah, straightforward with what I said. Let alone did they know that I had confused one word with the with another one. So I ended up something that I, I shouldn't have said. You know, as a Christian Bible college, you know, student. But anyways, uh, it was a it was a dream that I continue to work out. But I didn't accomplish, you know, all of the things that I wanted. I don't speak French. I don't speak German, let alone Greek and Hebrew. Those are things that maybe I will pursue in the future. But in our lives, you know, as we grow up, there's a lot of things that we plan for in our future, and things don't go perfect because human beings are not perfect. You are not perfect. You make mistakes. You forget sometimes, just like I forget about, you know, where we're supposed to be heading. We get busy. We get caught up, you know, in life. So things happen in our lives. And then we experience loss. Loss loss brings, you know, different things into our lives. And Naomi, she was experiencing great loss in her life. She lost her husband. She lost her two sons. And one of her daughter-in-laws, you know, she decided to leave and do her own life. But only one daughter-in-law rep- with her. So she had to build her life all over again. You know, Naomi, she could have been resentful. She could have been like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Everything I have done for my daughter-in-law, she married my son. I, I blessed them, you know, during the wedding, and now it is expected that she should be with me because that's how families' dynamics work during these times. But she was not resentful. She was able to let Orpha go, to kiss her goodbye. She could have been bitter and say, you failed me, so go ahead and, you know, whatever happens to you, it's going to be on you, between you and God. Uh, sometimes, you know, I... I have heard people in my life who have a hard time, you know, forgiving other people. And when people apologize and ask them for forgiveness, sometimes people say, you know what, Uh, ask God to forgive you. Don't even ask me for forgive me. Ask God to forgive you. And it's very hard, you know, for them to forgive when somebody has let them down. And I believe that there comes a point in your life where if a tragedy comes, If the unexpected happens, if somebody lets you down, if somebody breaks up with you and walks away, if somebody, you know, just sends you away or somebody leaves you, whatever happens, it comes a time in your life where you have to make the decision to let that thing go from your life. You cannot be living your life based on what happened to you in the past. You cannot be living your life based on what other people's choices were in the past. You cannot be living your life based on what happened to you in the past. It is time for you today, this day, to kiss it goodbye, to let it go, and start all over again. Because the Bible says in Corinthians that when you come to Christ... Things come into a new perspective. You are a new creature. There is a new beginning for you. If you have a broken dream, God will give you a new dream. If you have lost vision, God will give you a new vision for your life because everything becomes new once you come to Christ. People in the Old Testament... They used to believe, you know, that sometimes sicknesses, illness, or bad luck, you know, that was a sign of a generational curse. Uh, And the law, you know, used to say that, yes, you know, certain mistakes could go, you know, to the generations, you know, to come in your family. But the scripture is clear in the New Testament saying that when we come to Christ, things are new. The old has gone away, the old has passed, but things are new. You know, what happens sometimes in our lives is that we do not know sometimes how to handle uh, closed doors. When we have, you know, a broken relationship, um, I heard somebody saying one time that when you are insisting on people changing and changing, change this, change it, and change it, and change it, when you are insisting so much in somebody changing, In the end, maybe the person who needs to change is you. And sometimes, you know, there's there's relationships that walk away from us, you know, all of a sudden. Because some people that God intended for them to be in your past are not necessarily people that God intends for them to be in your future. So sometimes, you know, we hold on to these friendships, we hold on to people, and we hold on to memories, and it's hard, you know, for us to move forward, but we need to let those things go. We need to kiss them goodbye, and we need to create a new vision, you know, for our lives. If you have a broken dream, don't worry. Uh, i'm not saying god has a plan b god always knew you know there was going to be a broken dream in your life god knew your life god knew some people were going to let you down god knew you were going to get fired from your job or you were going to be let go but if you come to christ he gives you a new life a new future a new perspective so if it is something that happened to you in the future it's a very good time for you to make a decision today and say, God, I don't want to live with this memory anymore. I choose to forgive. I choose to forgive myself. But I am a new creature, and I want a new life. I want a new dream. I want, you know, a new perspective for my life and continue to move on, move forward. I have shared with you guys, you know, many times that uh for a lot of years it was very hard for me to forgive my mom because as i've as i have shared you know with you uh she left me you know when i was nine years old and uh here in the united states it's a little different because if if your parents leave you uh you go to foster kid foster care somehow somebody you know at least in a distant way they're taking care of you but in third world countries Uh, you really, really depend on your mom and your dad to help you at least go through high school and then you get a job and you survive. Um, And that resentment, you know, was in my life, you know, for many years. But I discovered that having that in my heart was not helping me. You know, I, I was like, you know, I can be like this. Uh, If I have bitterness in my heart, I have to let it go. So one day, I just made a simple prayer, and I told God, God, uh, this is not good for me. Uh, I didn't plan it. It wasn't my fault. Uh, It was unexpected. I didn't choose it. But I choose right now to forgive my mom, and I choose to forgive myself for not having forgiveness towards her. I pray, and I can tell you right now, that me and my mom have a very, very good relationship. Such a good relationship that when she visits me, she has the courage to ask me, Where are you going? You know, when I'm leaving. Or if I'm going to go out like at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m., Oh, um, uh, isn't it a little late, you know, for you to go out? And I say, Yes, mom, but um, I'll be back anyways. So our relationship, you know, has been restored. But there's some relationships that maybe you need to let them walk away from your life. And I'm not talking about your wife and your husband, you know. But I'm talking about other people in your life that maybe uh, they don't need to be in your life. Maybe there's a habit, you know, in your life that you need to kiss it goodbye and say, God, I need to make the choice. I need to make the decision that this is not going to be a part of my life. Maybe it is influence. You know, I, I had a friend who couple of years ago, she wanted to make a lot of money, so she moved from Los Angeles to Las Vegas, and she went to work in a bar. And I told her, I don't think a bar is, like, the best place where you should work, especially, you know, if you're a believer. But if you feel that, you know, that's where you need to be. And I noticed that I wasn't going to be able to convince her, so she went anyways. Six months after working there, uh, she calls me and said, Franklin, uh, I, I, I'm making money. You know, I get paid this and I get tips, but the spiritual environment, it's really, really hard. So I have decided to go back to Los Angeles. And she came back and, you know, got another job, but she made the decision, I'm going to let this go. Even though human-wise, it is something I like, I enjoy, but I will let it go because there's things in your life that are more important than money. So maybe you need to let that go, you know, from your life. There's people in the community, you know, around the church that have broken dreams. And when they come to church, uh, they need to be told that God has a new dream for them. That God has a new future, a new life, a new vision. That there's always hope that no matter what's happening in your past, the Bible says that when you come to Christ, things change. Things become new, and it's a new perspective, you know, moving on. But you have to have the courage to let some things go away from your life, just like Naomi did. It was expected during those times that if, you know, Ruth and Orpha, their husbands died, they should have stayed, you know, with their mother-in-law because that was the immediate family. They probably, uh, going back to their parents, wasn't probably the best choice at the time. But Naomi said, I will give you girls the choice. Go back. Get a new life. But Ruth said, I am not going to leave you. I'm going to stay with you. So the book of Ruth in the Bible ends the story of Naomi saying that when Naomi went back to Bethlehem, Ruth started to try to look for little jobs, and it was very difficult for her. She was able to meet a a man by the name of Boaz, who happened to be a rich man, you know, at the time. They got married. They had a kid. Naomi took care of that kid. And in the Bible says that when Naomi held that baby in her arms, she says, I never thought. I will be this happy in my life. Never. See, when you let God take care of your issues, when you let God take care of your problems, when you let God take care of your life, He will always give you something better. He's not gonna give you something equal or less. That's not how God works. The Bible says that He takes us, you know, from glory to glory. The Bible says that everything that happens in our lives, that God uses for the good of those who love him. The Bible says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to give you peace, plans to give you a future, plans to give you a hope. God has everything planned for you. We need to only let things go and allow God to work in our lives. I don't know about you guys, but um, I want the rest of my life to be a happy life. It's not going to be a perfect life. I read in a book one time of a nurse in Australia who studied uh, for three years uh, the things that people say when they are dying. She was a nurse, and uh, in this book she described her conversations, you know, with people who had illnesses uh, that were very, just really, really bad. And they knew they were going to die. They knew they had, you know, maybe a month, a week days, or one day, hours. And she says that when she would talk to people who were about to die, the greatest regret that people had were not the things that they did in their lives. It was the things that they didn't do in their lives. The chances that they didn't take, the opportunities that they didn't grab, the the plan, you know, that God had for them and they didn't just Grab it when it comes to the end of your life. We want to be happy, we want to be satisfied, and we want to be in the place where Naomi was. And we can say, I never thought my life that I was going to be so happy. Why? Because she was able to let the pain in her life go and allowed God to work. In her life. Let's pray this morning. Father God, I wanna thank you today for every person in this place. I wanna pray, Lord God, for those who today need to make a decision to let something go out of their lives. It may be, Lord God, a relationship that they just need to let it go because that relationship is bringing, Lord God, a negative influence in their life. Is bringing something that it's not good, you know, for them for their future. Uh, maybe we need to let just a negative influence go out of our lives. I pray for those who maybe may have something from their past that they need to forgive to other people or forgive themselves. I pray today, Lord God, that we will not be living a life where we don't forgive others or we don't forgive ourselves. Because the scripture is clear when it says that when we come to Christ, all things are new and the old is gone you change us we come into a new life a new way a new perspective a new way of doing things a new way of seeing things a new way of living life Lord god so i pray if we need a resentment let go Help us do it today, Lord God. If we need just a bad, negative feeling, go away out of our lives today. This is the time where we can make the decision, Lord God, and say, I am not going to have this in my heart. I decide to change it. I pray. I get it out of my life. And I decide for the plan that God has for my life. I pray, Lord God, that if it's been maybe failure, it has been maybe somebody leaving us, Lord God, in, in the past. Some people are meant to be in our past or were meant to be in the past, but not necessarily were meant to be in our present or our future. So I pray, Lord God, that today we will look up to you and we will allow you to work in us. If this message has reached something in your heart, I encourage you to pray today and, and just pray this prayer, you know, in your mind, in your heart with me. Just say, Father God, you know my heart, and you know the things that I need to let go. Lord God, I pray that that verse in Corinthians will be a reality in my life. I I forgive. I decide to give it up. I've decided to focus on your plan and what you have for my life. And I just pray, Lord God, that today, I will become completely new, the process in my life will be completely new, and I will be able to move on and one day look back and connect the dots, just like Naomi did, and said, I have never been this happy in my life. Because even in the middle of loss and failures and tragedies, you take every situation and you use it for the good of those who love you. Thank you, God. If you pray that prayer, just praise God and believe it in your heart with, with faith that God has changed you today. Stop feeling guilty. Stop feeling like you're not moving forward. Um, whatever you need to let go, let it go. But this is the time where you need to focus on a new perspective. And that new perspective is that anyone who comes to Christ, it's a new creature. The old ways are gone. And you start all over again. Thank you, Father God. Father, um, I thank you for this time, Lord God, that we have had. I pray, Lord God, that this week will be a successful week for everybody. I pray, Lord God, that you will bless every family, every young person from this church. And in our jobs, that you will give us favor with people, friends, relationships. And that we will continue to go from victory to victory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give a round of applause to.